Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome back to my podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I appreciate the support of the people that listen to my podcast literally all over the world. Um, And I will be doing a rundown of everybody. I don't think I did it in my last uh, podcast, but I am going to do it in this one. This is the um, last episode in season, I believe we're in season 15. It's been so long since I've um, recorded anything because I've just been going through a lot. There's been a whole lot of things that have been happening. (laughs) 2020 has thrown us for a loop. Um, It just, it just keeps going on. So I'm just rolling with the punches just like everybody else and on top of your everyday thing there is of course the looming uh pandemic so i just want to address um something uh that happened to me and i am hopeful that it will help other people to understand what we're dealing with in as far as violence in our communities. So not too long ago, um, during this pandemic time, I actually um, quickly moved out of my um, apartment. I was exhausted one night and just so tired. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm a night owl. I'm up all hours and I went to bed pretty early probably about 8 30 which is unlike me because I'm up till one two o'clock in the morning all hours you know I don't really sleep more than like maybe five six hours at the most and I was up but in bed you know trying to go to sleep and have my laptop and and everything and just watching I think maybe YouTube videos And I heard a loud popping noise and like all of this dust in my room. And I was just like, what is going on? What was that? You know, and I look up at the wall and there's a hole in the wall. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, like, I'm like, oh, my God. So I froze. I could not move. I was just like, oh, my goodness. So I'm thinking maybe something's going on next door and I'm trying to listen and I'm quiet and trying to figure out what's going on. Do I hear anything outside my apartment door? I am like frozen. And at that moment, maybe about five minutes into me just being still and I just immediately just like started praying like God just keep me whatever's going on I'm not sure but just keep me safe 
you know. And for some reason, I just, I felt safe. I kind of looked around a little bit. I didn't get up because I didn't know what was happening. But it seemed like that could have been a bullet hole in the wall. And um, not panicking, but very cautious. And I'm just still, I'm like frozen kind of. And I'm like, am I frozen because I'm hit? And I don't know, and I can't feel it, I don't know. So I started, you know, feeling my side and everything like that, and I, no blood, no nothing. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, you know. And I'm just praying. And my phone is right next to me, and a friend of mine um, texts me, you know, just a few minutes in and she's like hey girl you know I think everything's okay with my you know social media there was something that I fixed with one of her social media accounts over the weekend and um, I didn't get a chance to talk to her about it uh, yet because our, I think our meeting was supposed to be like the next day our weekly meeting and I didn't get a chance to talk to her about it and um, so that past weekend I never got a chance to Um, And then getting busy during the week, I never got a chance to let her know about it. So I said to her, I said, listen, I think there's an altercation happening um, in my building. I'm not sure what's going on. I said, but I'm trying to listen to be cautious. I was saying, okay, I got to call the cops, but I want to, you know, just survey the situation before I do that. And um, it was... You know, without getting into the sordid details of it, it had nothing to do with where I was living. It was across the way from me. It had nothing to do with the complex where I was, but it was another complex um, across the way, and it was a straight bullet. So we know we see these things in the news all the time about gun violence And I'm very sensitive to that. I've been sensitive to that since, you know, a little girl. Um, And also, especially, you know, growing up in a neighborhood where, you know, gunshots was not um, uncommon, you know. It was definitely not uncommon, but I never really felt unsafe. I always felt like... God always had his hand over my family. But you saw the neighborhood take on the crack era. Because that was the time when we were living um, in Queens. um, The South Jamaica section of Queens. And anybody remembers New York Boulevard back in the day. um, You remember what it was like uh, in that area in the 80s the crack epidemic was crazy it had taken over and there was just so much drugs and people that you knew that were you know people with nine to five jobs and just normal everyday people I remember a good friend of mine that I grew up with his mother who was on the PTA and like this amazing savvy you know lady and in business and literally became a crackhead like official crackhead would come up to you begging for money and 
I couldn't believe how how this woman could go from this amazing person working every day, taking care of her children, amazing husband, to um, literally an addict, you know, and sometimes falling asleep on the park benches in my old neighborhood. They used to have like these green benches around and she would sometimes, you know, you would see her and like shake her like, hey, you know, I won't say her name, but and um, you gotta, you gotta go home. And she'd be like, what, what, you know, and you literally will be waking her up. And that was very tough to see somebody so close to family go through that or succumb to that. So having that experience happen to me um, was very um, scary, frightening. Um, it definitely put it definitely put a certain urgency for me as well. Of I am not doing enough in my life it made me check myself more than I have been it made me realize that there are so many people that have gone through similar situations that are not here to speak about it and we hear about it all the time but it's so far removed because it's that other city over there or it's in another, you know, part of town where we are not. So to see something come so close and hit so close to home literally was very, um, it was, it's rough. It's definitely rough. Um, I've already made the decision to re-up my therapy because I don't want it to deter me and turn into a PTSD type situation. That's not what I want at all. But I also want to address um, violence happening with in our communities because I have no idea what the details of of the situation is. We don't know the people or anything. But they have no idea how much they've impacted people's lives because my spot wasn't the only place where that was um, was infiltrated, as I say, you know, and people are shook, you know, and it was very it was a very scary situation to be in. And like I said, we don't have any details or clue about anything. Um, it's just a random situation and we were caught in the middle, you know, and it was just something that you never think will happen to you. So I really want to speak to our black and brown communities. I know there's always going to be a time where you feel like this person has disrespected you or, you know, this person owes you money or whatever the situation is. There's always these things that people argue about in the street. 
we got to do better. We definitely have to do better because we're putting ourselves in position to fail. You know, every time we respond, you know, to a disrespect with violence or, you know, anything such as that. I I know my mind is kind of all over the place with this because this is kind of the first time I'm really talking about it outside of um, my immediate family. But I felt very compelled to speak on it because this is now something that's a part of my story and a part of my life, you know, and a part of, you know, things that you've gone through in your life that will change you. And I can honestly say this has definitely changed me in a way that I'm like, wow, I feel even more determined to continue to make my business successful, continue to make my parents proud, continue to make sure that I'm there for my sister and I'm there for my immediate family members who sometimes just need an ear to listen. This is not the first time that a family member has dealt with violence, you know, that has, you know, come to their doorstep, if you will, but it is very tough to see a lot of these things on television. I'm very sensitive to what I take in visually on television. I'm not much of a TV person. If anybody really knows me knows that I'm not much of a TV person like that, just because I want to be able to control the things that I watch. And, you know, I know we have dealt with yet another uh, young brother uh, gunned down by the police uh, this past couple of weeks. And I have not watched the video. I I will not watch the video. Uh, A lot of news outlets have cut the video right at the point before they kill him. Um, and And I'm glad. And I know that a lot of people say we need to watch it because we need to see how they do us. The worst of the world needs to see. And you know, I can understand that to a certain extent. And then there's another piece of me that says we don't want to get desensitized that this is something we see all the time. So it's like nothing. So I have made a great effort to not um, partake in that video. And I'm glad that Instagram and the social medias and things like that kind of block the video. And then you have to click on it, you know, because it says, I guess, graphic or whatever. And then you have to click on it a couple of times if you actually want to watch it. So I'm actually glad that they do that so that it's not something that just comes across your timeline without you making the decision if you want to watch it. Violence in our community is something that we have to address. I am not a supporter of the term black on black crime. That is a made up term. Um, The fact of the matter is crime happens to the closest people within your proximity. So if you're a black person, more than likely 
not every single time, but more than likely it will be another black person involved in that crime. If you're a white person, more than likely it'll be a white person that will be involved in whatever altercation. And the same goes for any other race. It's usually who you are around most of the time. So it's, you know, it's what is in proximity to you. So the term black on black crime is a very dangerous type of term because it makes it seem as if this only happens in our neighborhoods. And it's not just our neighborhoods, but we are always being highlighted. There are so many things that are put into our neighborhoods, the liquor stores, the pawn shops, all of the things like that, that just attract that type of element. Um, We have to be very conscious about what we allow in our neighborhoods. You know, we have to be very conscious about what we own and stop selling to the highest bidder. And I know that's so tough to do, but we have to take back our neighborhoods. I go to, you know, different places. This is even in the last 15 years in New York, and it just doesn't even look the same. Harlem doesn't look the same. Totally gentrified. Um, Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, the gentrification is real. You know, there's even parts of Atlanta uh, that, you know, even me being here now seven years, um, you definitely see the difference. You know, the gentrification is for sure. There are condos going up by the droves, you know, and it really is, it really is something, you know, we need to take back the block. You know, there's a lot of different programs. If you Google, um, for people to put their collective economics together, of which I have been a part of myself to buy back a piece of land and own. That is one thing that we need to do is own. Because once you are an owner, it gives you a seat at the table, you know? And I know people just want to pay their rent and go and all that sort of stuff. But when you own, especially a home, that you have within your family and you can pass that down. It is daggone near impossible for people to take that from you. Own that land, own that home, and you can pass it down. I know people, you know, when folks pass away, they want to just sell the home off and split the money or whatever, but you're giving up equity. Even if you flip that home and, you know, make it an investment property, even if nobody wants to live there. Put together, fix up whatever you need to fix in the house and flip it into an Airbnb or something that is going to bring generational wealth. Because that is one of the things that's hurting us in our community and why we get involved so many times in a lot of illegal activities and things is because They don't see any other way. You got all these brothers out here hustling, sisters too, you know, just out there hustling because they don't think there's anything else. There's nothing to show them. 
there is another way. You can get paid doing something legal. But they keep going after the quick money. They keep going after the quick buck. And this is what causes a lot of these tensions because when you get involved in that type of life, now this person owes that person, that person feels disrespected because, you know, and it just causes, it just, violence begets violence. Illegal hustle begets illegal hustle. We know this. Anybody who grew up in the hood, you know this. And it just keeps going on. So once I realized, wow, this has really come so close to literally my doorstep, I have even more determination in me to really use my platform to not only speak on subjects like this, but to also be a part of the change. I've always been trying to figure out how do I put together online courses? How do I put together things to teach future entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs on how they can start their own businesses and make it affordable for them? And I've had a couple of events, a few events a year. Of course, all of them had to be shut down because of COVID. And that has been unfortunate, but I just really wanted to give up. I wasn't going to have my retreat that I usually have in the fall because it's usually in person. It's usually a good 40 to 50, you know, entrepreneurs, especially black and Latina female entrepreneurs and, you know, us building each other up over a weekend. And I'm like, you know what? There's Zoom, (laughs) there's Skype. There's so many ways that it can be done virtually, which I think is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to work on that and see if I can offer something to entrepreneurs uh, for the fall. Um, Hopefully it will be maybe sometime in October. I think that will take me some time to put it together. But it'll be sometime in October because I still want to have, if you guys are familiar with my pink leaf retreats, um, is where it's usually female entrepreneurs. And we also have an element of health in there with um, breast cancer awareness since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we try to put that element into it as well. But I think I am going to put together some sort of online summit and make this year's Pink Leaf Retreat happen some kind of way. Because this has taught me that tomorrow's not promised. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow is not promised. And even though we always say that, we always hear that when things happen. But I want to make sure that I'm using all of my talents and the things that God gave me to make an impact in this world. Um, We just lost the brother Chadwick Boseman the other day, Um, our literal Black Panther. You know, he was, you know, it's a character we know, but such a pivotal character 
um, for the black community, you know, and that movie, uh, Black Panther, brought us together in a way that we have never seen ever. The phenomena of that entire everything surrounding that amazing, amazing, I, I can't even call it a film, it was a piece of artwork um, on screen. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, may he rest in peace. May his family, um, his wife and his family find peace in all of this. Cause I know it hit a lot of us very hard and we've lost some greats this year. Everything's starting on, you know, down from Kobe Bryant's on down. I mean, it has just been 2020 has been crazy. Um, we're going into September the last quarter of the year, which I would love to be the quarter of the year that just gives us hope and peace and a little more understanding and love within our own community as well as communities around us. You know, we have a big election coming up. And I'm hoping that the tide will turn there so that we can start rebuilding this country. This country has a lot of ills. This country has a lot of, you know, atoning to do. But all doesn't have to be lost. It really doesn't. And when you're faced with different adversities and faced with, you know, these obstacles that we all have been going through, just... The pandemic itself, people who have been dealing with the pandemic, people who may have had COVID and recovered. I had two family members with COVID, one recovered and one did not make it. I mean, we have been going through it. It has been a lot. Um, but I just want to, um, it, I just want people to be encouraged, you know, because this year has been rough. Um, some people just getting up every day in the middle of, you know, a pandemic is, is hard, you know, not being around family, um, you know, not being able to visit family. We don't know what the holidays are going to look like. Yes, there will be some travel for the holidays, but for a, a lot of us, there won't be, you know, um, still many countries with their borders closed. And rightfully so, they're trying to get a hold of this, you know, pandemic to get it under control. And flu season is coming as well. So that's another thing just to put on the end of this is, you know, get your health up, go walking, you know, wear your masks, please wear your masks. I know there are people protesting because they're taking away your rights and they're forcing you to wear a mask. But we know now that masks do work. It's not a cure, but it does help lower the spread and flatten the curve. So please wear your masks. You don't have to wear them 24 hours a day. You only have to wear it when you go to the store and when you're around other people, all that sort of stuff. As soon as you get in your car, you can take it off. It's not a 24 hour situation. Wear your masks. We need to become more vigilant about that and we need to look out for each other. You may be in perfect health, 
but you may be asymptomatic and don't even know, not feeling a thing, and then giving this to someone who may not be able to handle it, you know? So let's be conscious of each other just as humans look out for each other, you know? But I just wanted to come in and kind of share uh, what's been going on and things that I've been dealing with and giving kind of like my um, good word or even testimony that I'm here. I'm still here, you know, and I'm going to take this as Renee, you need to do more. Renee, you need to, even though you're doing a million things, there's a million more that you can do. And I want to make sure that what I do is impactful and meaningful to the people around me, especially my close loved ones and and all of that. And I want to make sure that I'm using my platform um, in a great way. I definitely know my assignment. I'm very well aware of my assignment. And I've kind of been wavering on my assignment, not knowing what direction to go with certain things in my business. But I can tell you in the last few months, especially since this um, pandemic has begun and the things that subsequently, you know, came, I am, I'm even more determined (laughs) if that's even possible. I'm even more determined to use my platform um, in a louder way than I have been. Um, so that's it for that piece, but I definitely wanted to give my shout outs again. This is season 15, episode eight. You you guys know if you listen, uh, to, uh, my show regularly, I do, uh, eight episodes each season. So this is actually, I think I skipped an episode, Um, in posting it online, there was so much going on. And I think I went out of order to post something more pertinent. So I'm going to catch up with that and look at my social medias and make sure that I have everything posted so you guys can see. But I just um, looked at on the back office of my uh, podcasts, the system that I use to create my podcast. And this is indeed Uh, episode eight. So let me give a shout out to the people who are supporting me. Oh gosh, it's crazy. I feel like there's new countries in here, but let me see. So of course, United States, definitely. Um, United Arab Emirates, Ireland, Bahamas, Australia, United Kingdom, Canada, Spain, Philippines. I think Philippines is new. Shout outs to the Philippines. Thank you so much for tuning in. Brazil, Germany, Pakistan. I think Pakistan might be new as well. Shout out to you guys. Nigeria, Uganda, New Zealand, Austria, South Africa, Mexico, Slovakia, definitely new. Poland, I think that's new. Puerto Rico, where my Boricuas at? I can't even believe I'm surprised Puerto Rico wasn't on here before. Well, you're here now. Shouts out to Puerto Rico, um, Switzerland, Finland, and India. 
these are all the folks who are tuning in to my podcast from all over the world. So what I want you guys to do, if you listen to my podcast and you love the things that I'm talking about in my podcast, I talk about everything lifestyle. I'm very transparent about myself, my life, things that I have gone through in business. I give practical lifestyle advice um, or at least bring on a professional who knows more than I. And that's one thing, too, I want to say to folks is keep people around you who know more than you. If everybody around you knows less than you or the same as you, you will not move forward. I love to be in the room with giants. I love to be in the room with people who know way more than I do because I become a sponge and I just literally soak up all of their wisdom as much as I can. So always be in a space where people know more than you. Don't be intimidated to be the least, um, you know, the, the least of the experts in the room. I come into a room to learn. Even if I'm there to speak, I come to learn. So definitely keep that in mind. That's what has helped me through the years. And I'm sure, I'm sure it can help you as well. Thank you to all the folks that tune in from all over the world, from the different cities across, you know, the United States and worldwide. I really appreciate it. Hopefully when COVID decides to stop knocking us down, maybe there could be like an international tour because definitely the top five places right now, of course, United States, United Arab Emirates, Ireland, Bahamas, um, and Australia of all places and United Kingdom. Those are like in my top uh, spots. So that is definitely something that I will look at because I feel like travel is something that we need to be doing as well. Um, we need to see the world, you know, don't save all of the good glasses and the good flatware and the fine, you know, outfits and suits and everything for special occasions. Wear them whenever, use them whenever. I use my good glasses to drink orange juice, (laughs) you know, just because it's like, I don't believe in saving all of these special things for special occasions. Every day should be a special occasion. Every day should be a day for you to be thankful that God gave you another day, you know, another time, another opportunity to be impactful in someone's life. So I hope that my podcast is a small piece of doing that. Um, Tag me on social media. You know, when you listen to my podcast, screenshot, you know, the episode that you're listening to. Tell me what you think about the episode. You know, tag me on social media. I am on all social medias at Onyx Queen Media. O-N-Y-X-Q-U-E-E-N-M-E-D-I-A on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And I will talk to you guys soon. I will talk to you in the new season. New season will be coming up uh, this coming week. I'll definitely drop another, um, the first episode of season 16 
uh, coming up in another few days. So I'll talk to you soon, you guys. Stay safe, stay well, and catch up with me on social media at Onyx Queen Media. Talk to you later, guys. Bye.